love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Happens live from our radio hub for Tuesday, September 17th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday schmooze day. It's Taco Tuesday. Let's got that going for it. Yeah. yeah. What else? Tuesday. Uh, Trending Tuesday stuff. Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Used to be new release Tuesday. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, used to be. Yeah, what, like you'd go to a video store and pick up a movie? That kind of thing? New yeah. CDs. Oh, right? It's also tele- it's Telefriend Tuesday. Hey, Telefriend Tuesday. Yes. Telefriend to go to the doctor yeah. and get checked out if they haven't done that in a while. All right, and right over there, uh, there's uh, there's Drew Tuesday. Well, I think Tuesday is like <laughs> Thursday before it puts its face on. What? I think Tuesday is like Thursday before it puts its face on. You just call like, Tuesday ugly? I just said Tuesday probably wouldn't want to go out. With <laughs> That's true. Claire, what's going on with you? Oh, man, uh, I can't stop watching this uh, Ken Burns documentary about country music. Country music. Can we talk yeah. about that today? Yeah, please. Because I know please you started watching it. it, and I would love to get some feedback and to, oh, to really yeah. get to uh, in depth of what that new documentary country music is about besides it, country. It's incredible. It's about America. Oh, yeah. That plain and simple. Yes. The documentary is about the beginnings of America and, yeah. and the music that has come from it. The history of our country is country. Yep. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Plus, the history of radio. It's great stuff. Yeah. And uh, Ryder the Young, and who uh, who is slowly but surely learning about country music. Like the other day, he didn't know who Reba was. <laughs> and like, uh, uh, for example, hey Ryder the Young, and Jody Messina sings what song? The Jody Messina song. That's right. What about Martina McBride? Your favorite Martina McBride song? This magic moment. This magic moment. Yes, that was a good one. Yeah. And Faith Hill. Uh, Faith Hill. Up the mountain we go. Up the mountain we go by Faith Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can play that on the show today. <laughs> and speaking of music, if you say his name three times into a mirror, you'll hear him singing our host, The Fence. And finally, your favorite song from Kelsey Yearwood. Oh, that that's uh, <laughs> Look for Tomorrow. Look for Tomorrow. There we go. I'll be looking for that Nailed song it. tomorrow. Open <laughs> All right, you guys, let's get to it. Uh, here comes the Tuesday show. Let's go. The legendary Fitz happens live. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I begin now with a story out of San Diego. This is titled Choke on This. A woman in San Diego named Jenna Evans had a dream. Just last week that she had swallowed her engagement ring. Right? She, in her dream, she said she swallowed it so the bad guys wouldn't get it. Well, then, all of a sudden, she woke up and realized she'd actually swallowed the ring in her sleep. Uh... Isn't that the craziest thing ever? 
Yeah. How do you not notice that? Maybe she was on Ambien or something? Ooh, I don't know. That, that's a good that's how. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's how. Her doctors were able to remove it, and uh, she says that she's so very glad that that was the case. Listen to this. When I woke up and it was not on my hand, I knew exactly where it was. It was in my stomach. I was really happy because I don't know if I'd ever be able to look at it and appreciate it in the same way if I had had to search for it. I feel very grateful that I got it back, and it does end as a happy, funny story. Mm, mm. Choking on that ring. Yeah. I, I have questions also, I, so but I'm going to let So the doctors removed it. Which end did they remove it, or the middle? Did they cut her open, or did they... Maybe it passed. And well, that was my question, is why did doctors remove it and not just give it a little time like you do with your dog? Well, I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they would leave a ring or something in tummies for that long, right? Can't can it do, like, internal up. damage? Might not make one of those tight turns. Might not? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. If anybody's ever had anything stuck in their stomach and you swallowed it, how, what'd you do? Did you let it pass? How'd you get it out? Call us now. We'd love <laughs> to hear from you. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of London... Pot of gold. <laughs> a very unique solid gold toilet that was part of an art exhibit was stolen early Saturday from the magnificent home in England where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. Winston Churchill's gold potty has been stolen from an exhibit. Claire, and I thank you so much for sending me the story. This golden potty's always been famous. Yes. And I just don't know how, I, uh, you know, in the exhibit, broad daylight, somebody steals. Well, they, they came in at night, but still, it was Don't like... they have a potty guard? <laughs> I mean, it's a golden toilet. You would think they'd have a potty guard. Well, yeah. maybe someone just said, hey, I've got to use the toilet. And they went in there and they locked the door. Then they had all the time in the world. Oh, like straight up escaped out of the bottom of the bathroom like El Chapo. Or like handed it out the window. <laughs> Literally, my first thought, whoa, was... Oh, Chapo? No, Fitz, what were your whereabouts on Thursday night? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, I still that. Winston Churchill? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a great movie? Have you seen that movie? So good, of course. Who plays Winston Churchill in that movie? Uh, uh, Gary, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman plays yeah. it. Yeah, Darkest yes. Hour. Yeah. And, and you know what the best thing to do? And I think, Drew, you told me to do this. Um, because there were two huge movies that sort of represented uh, the same time in history regarding Great Britain. One of them was Winston uh, Churchill. Yeah, the Darkest mm-hmm. Hour. Darkest Hour. What was the other one? Oh, it's... Uh, where they were stuck. Uh, where, where they were stuck. Do, uh, the Crown is no, fantastic. The, oh, where the why, British soldiers were, were stuck on the English Channel and they couldn't... Uh, and, and the Germans were pushing them to the water. Oh, come on. I know you're going to know. It. it starts with a D. Uh, 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 Somebody knows it's uh, Dumont, knows it, Texas. But, uh, oh, my oh, gosh. D- d- uh, oh, my God. right there. Like two, you know what? What are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, please, Lord, somebody give us the name of that, that movie. Oh, good, great. Anyone? Oh, my God, hang on. Let me Google. It was about no, the... No, it's... Dan... Britt... Dang darn... Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Thank you. Dunkirk. Boom. Yes, thank How you. How many well points? Done. How many points? That's 10 points. Wow, So, yeah, the, the Winston Churchill movie leads up to okay. Dunkirk, essentially. Right. Oh. So, if you watch Dunkirk mm-hmm. and, again, sorry, one more time. The, other the Darkest Hour. Around the same time, do it like on a day. Uh-huh. It's so cool. You have yes, to do it that really way. Really sinks wow. in. You really understand England's plight in the war. Yeah, I mean their country straight up went to go pick up their boys. Yeah, I mean they Citizens, were going. They were going bare knuckles with Germany in World War Two, and that you really learned that watching those two movies. Being pushed to the you know certain death, right? And literally, like Churchill put a call out to his country and said, "If you got a boat, go get them. Meet us here." Let's go get our boys. Mm-hmm. And they went and picked up their 
They're soldiers. Can you imagine? I mean, it's just no. so cool. Yeah. He, you know what? He deserved a solid gold toilet. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and he deserves to get that back. Yeah. He would wake up and just start, you know, drinking in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Blame him? There you go, folks. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, keep it on, and lock it in. That's it. That's what makes you a P1. You have to set this show as the number one preset on your radio. See? See that number one preset in front of you on your radio, right, Drew? That's right. That's all it takes to be a P1. It's not tough. It's not difficult to enter, and you don't have to ask anyone or know anybody. All you've got to do is lock in this show on your number one preset. You know, we just had a big football weekend. Do you guys admire players who try to push it to the very end and, and play as long as they can? You know, people like to- <laughs> you know people like Tom Brady, <laughs> or uh, you know people like let's say Brett Favre, <laughs> who has announced recently that he's thinking about playing again. Get out! I'm not even kidding. What? Did he not see what happened to to Drew over the weekend? Yeah. He said when Colts quarterback Andrew Luck retired that his phone started ringing with his family and friends joking that, hey, maybe it's time to suit up again. Right? Mm. Check this out. I have some some audio. But I had a lot of friends and family, you know, hey, the Colts could use you. No, they they couldn't use me. I I, I, I squashed that very quickly. Interesting. Uh... It's really comical at this point because, look, I'll be 50 in four weeks, and I've been far enough removed from football that I can't even believe people would think that I would consider coming back. You know, maybe at 41, 42, you could make a valid argument that I could play. But, man, I had been hit. I slip off the couch, and the next day I can't even walk anymore. I I just kind of get a laugh out of it. Wow. I didn't know he wasn't quite 50 yet. I thought he was – I was guessing he was like 52, 53. That's what happens when you have to outrun like 240-pound dudes coming at yeah. you in a straight line. <laughs> and see, he was <laughs> – and I'm not – and listen, I know the quarterback position. That's a hard position. But back, back in his day, mm-hmm. I mean, that's when the quarterbacks did not have the protection that no. they have today. Not I mean, quarterbacks all. are really protected the, the, you today. You mean the rule yeah. protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The rules, the gear, everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, when they got hit – they got concussed. They got Ooh. hit. And you know the medical definition of a concussion is basically basically any time, uh, like, you know, when growing up playing football and you'd clamp your heads together and you'd have that kind of seeing stars. Yeah. Medically, that is considered a, a slight concussion. So even those little things like that, those normal hits in football practice, obviously take it take its toll. And I, I saw an interview with uh, uh, Brett Favre, you know, just the other day, and he was talking about that. He says, listen, you know, with CTE and all the, the, the stuff they found out about that horrible disease, he's like, if it happens, it happens. He said, I'm just trying to live every single day. He said, I feel pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. It's got to be tough not to worry about that kind of stuff, right? It does. You're yeah. always kind of lingering and, and, you know, that thought is lingering in your in your head. Is it, yeah. is, is that going to happen? But I, I think Brett, Brett seems like he's in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he's probably okay. And that just may be luck of the draw. That may yeah. be literally your it may the be physiology the of your brain pan, it, you know, right. that, that Well, and was the fact that he was a quarterback it. his entire career. So, I mean, yeah. they get hit, but he not knew. nearly as much as linemen, the linemen running, backs, running backs, or receivers yeah. get hit all the time. Yeah. I know, but we're talking about impact. Like when a quarterback gets hit, right. a guy or, or a defensive right. guy has a chance. Right. Oh, that's a lot of speed he, running right. towards you. But it's a numbers game. It's not a normal lineman thing. But if you get hit, you know, a 
mm. two dozen times yeah. in a season. That's less than a guy who gets hit mm. five dozen times in a season or I, more. I got to tell you, the thing that scares me more right now in football, well, as much, is this new this new thing the running backs are doing where they're trying to leap over people on a run. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so dangerous. And the ones that, like, okay. It's not really he, anything he, new, though. No, I know, but it's it's been worse in the last few years. It's kind yeah. of a showboating thing. Yeah. And they're making it. Like, they're landing on their feet or they're flipping in such a way that they're, they're such okay. Incredible athletes, but though. somebody is going to get very seriously hurt doing that. Yeah, they're also trying to be stars yeah. on YouTube doing that yeah. stuff, too. Everybody's performing it. for social media, even the yeah. athletes. But you oh, see these it. guys, yeah. the way they're yeah. training now with the box jumps and stuff. Yeah. They were doing a lot of that, but now they're just like taking it to such a level. Like the science of the training is so amazing now. They can they can the leap at- six feet in the air. Yeah. Yeah. The right. athlete science. Yeah. But when you don't land that, you wonder what, exactly. what's going to happen. You might be yeah. able to leap six feet in the air, but you don't know what the guy underneath you is going to do to your foot or your arm that's yeah. going to make you land on your head. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. A whopping 40% of wives would take cold hard cash over having time for their husbands, their kids, or themselves, according to a recent survey. 13% of moms wish for more time with their kids, while 23% would like more time for themselves, and 17% say they like more time with their husbands. And get this, women prefer a nice big old fat check over a skinnier body. Oh. Apparently, 81% would rather be $10,000 richer than 10 pounds thinner. Wow. Cash over cash over the uh, the curves. Cash over kin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I 1000% agree. Interesting, if you yeah. offered me a choice right now between a wad of cash and dropping 25, I would take the cash. Take that money. Yeah, because day. I would have yeah. less stress in my life, Yes, which is where the weight's coming from. Let me ask you this. $10,000 in front of you right now in cash. Mm-hmm. When you uh, get off the air, what are you going to do with it? Uh, pay down some debt yeah. and then get a car. Nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Love that. Yeah. Well, congratulations because it's what? your lucky day. Yay! Ding, 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 ding. Where at? Where is it? Oh. They're supposed to come in and bust in the studio. Where's the balloons? Is it the, balloons? Mo- is oh, it the money that Ken Burns gave you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Monopoly money. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, Drew, over to you. Choose your news. Well, this is a cautionary tale uh, for anyone who has severe food allergies. A teen, a teenager in England was celebrating his 18th birthday with his family. And this actually took place at the back at the end of 2017, but it just finished out in the courts there. And he has a severe dairy allergy. He says that he told the whole family says he told the uh, server at the restaurant about the allergy, told them he could not have any dairy. He ordered a chicken dish, feeling safe about it, says that they confirmed it. Well, turns out that that chicken had been soaked in buttermilk uh, as part of its preparation process. The teen ate the meal. He said he started feeling tingly. Then his stomach started turning. And shortly after they left the restaurant, he died. He actually passed away of of, acute Allergic reaction, yeah, I'm sure, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, now this whole thing just finally got through the court. The the restaurant said that in a noisy restaurant environment, they may not have heard him. The family says mm-hmm. we had definite confirmation from that server, but yeah. it's kind of a what they said, what they said, uh, versus what this family my, said. Just a very important case. If you have yeah. an allergy, you have to be on top of my, it. My sister, my little niece, uh, Breland, my sister's daughter, has a severe peanut allergy. She had, they have to go around everywhere with an EpiPen, and there have been times, you know, they, my my poor sister and her husband, they have to go to every manager of every restaurant and confirm. What is in their little daughter's food, yes. and, and it's there's there's a lot. Believe it or not, there's a lot of managers who just have no idea. Yeah, oh, I, as a restaurant manager, I would tell you that I wouldn't have been able to tell you wow. with 100 percent assurance what was in it. 
Now, now you have to know, right? There's lawsuits involved. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. Well, I've talked a lot about the various uh, private companies that want to take us into space as space tourists like Virgin Galactic and Elon Musk's SpaceX and Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin. They're all working on stuff like that. But where are you going to stay when you're off on your space journey? Oh. Well, a company called the Gateway Foundation has released their plans for a cruise ship style floating hotel in space called the Von Braun Station. It's a luxury hotel that, yes, will be in orbit. Here's the thing. They want to launch it in 2025. That's what, six years away? It's like Space B&B. Yeah, Space yeah. B&B, only hopefully slightly but, more reliable. But have you they, s- have you seen what space stations look like right now? There's no luxury there. It's like no. sleeping You're basically going to be in like a little like metal thing hovering right? in orbit, yeah. I assume. Well, you got to take a look at the old Von Braun station because oh. it's got some nice amenities to it. And okay. even the, the, the fellas and gals over at the International Space Station... Might want to jump They're over to the old private hotel. <laughs> right at the young end, choose your news. Well, everybody in here is a big fan of Disney. I know that. But this one, this one's just for the kiddos. So Disney used to do this thing when I was little where you could call the Disney bedtime hotline. Yes, I remember, yes, that. I remember that. And Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and the <laughs> gang would say, good night, have a good rest. Well, they're bringing it back <gasps> for a very limited time. It started September 3rd and it's going out to the 20th. And people like Mickey. You should audition for the voice of Mickey, right? Or do your you Mickey real quick. <laughs> you think they let me do it? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Can you call me tonight? Put me to bed. No problem, uh, you can get Mickey, Anna, Elsa, Woody, Sleeping Beauty, Spider-Man, wow. or Yoda. I wish you a good night. And the number is really easy. You can write this down right now. It's one eight seven 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 mickey Can I get Can I get the little lady from uh, Aladdin to call me? You can. Jasmine is on there, too. Oh, she can call me at night? Jasmine, Aladdin, <laughs> all of them. I want to hear Yoda sing, uh, read Good Night Moon. Moon, good night. You <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, you guys. Choose your news. Fit happens. Live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, what are some of your simple pleasures? Like, what are some of your daily simple pleasures that you look forward to? Maybe they don't cost a lot of money. Maybe it cost a little bit of money, but just something simple that you love. I mean. Somebody was making fun of me over the weekend. They're like, do you really love going out, sitting in your truck whenever you have make business phone calls and phone calls and relax? I said, yes, either my truck or the bathroom. Yep. You know? I, it's, just such, it's, it's relaxing for me. It's when I can get on YouTube, and you have no idea how much I just really look forward to that that time. I will second the bathroom thing. I know it's yeah. kind of gross, but uh, I like to read magazines. And so, you know, that's your little time, five minutes, whatever, yeah. to sit there and read. Ma- I have magazines in the bathroom. That's the only place I will ever read a magazine. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you. I mean, real, are, do they still make magazines? Apparently. <laughs> and they still send them to me. So. Yes, they do. <laughs> Why don't you just pull out your phone and get on get on an app or something? I'm kinda, I don't want to really touch my phone when I'm in the bathroom. Oh, that's oh yeah, Good that's point. the truth. You don't want to check the bacteria on that thing either. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to not go down that road. I don't want to introduce the phone into my routine in the bathroom. Claire, what do you find yourself on a daily basis just really looking forward to? My crossword puzzle. Yes. Every simple, day. simple pleasure. Evening. The last thing I do in the evening before I go to bed is the New York Times Daily Cro- or Sunday Crossword. Do you puzzle. always finish it? Always. And well, Claire, that is unbelievable. I'm, I'm on a streak now of three. I, need, I haven't looked last night. Yes. I think I'm on 372 days now. Yes, that's amazing. Day. That is really, yeah, really cool. Every day I get it done without cheating. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Without cheating? Yeah, yeah. That's the only. That's the only way the app will track it is if you don't cheat it. If you cheat, if you look up answers, it will. <gasps> it will. It knows you. Yeah. Wow. You but see, that's new up. respect. That's really yeah. what it's all about. You know, finding that that one thing to look forward to. Like if you're if you're down in the dumps right now, see if, if you could just focus on something to look forward to during the day. Whether it's a crossword, whether it's 
sitting in your truck and that 20 minutes away from the kids where you can get on YouTube for a second or right at the young end. What, what do you find yourself looking forward to all the time? Uh, for me, it's uh, usually it's uh, getting new comic books. Yes. I, I love reading into the stories and like it, it kind of takes you out of this world and lets you be in a new one. Hey, here's a question. Isn't there an app for that now? A comic book app where you can read the comics on an app? Oh, yeah, yeah there's plenty of them. It's you not gotta the have the ink and the paper, right? Yeah. Isn't that part of the, the right. smell? And it's the all about supporting your local comic book shop, man. Uh-huh. You got to support that local comic book shop right out there in Federal Way. That's where I go. Yeah. <laughs> Action City Comics and Toys. What's up? What's up, Action? <laughs> Action City. Hey, here's here are the top five things that, that uh, all of us actually look forward to uh, uh, as far as simple pleasures are concerned. Holding hands with someone you love. Number four, buying new clothes. Number three, just going out and getting some ice cream. Number two that we all look forward to are our daily simple pleasures. Cooking your favorite meal. Mm-hmm. And number one, listening to your favorite music. Dot, mm. dot, dot. It says particularly fits... Oh. Number yeah. one, number one right simple there pleasure. Yeah. National article. Yeah, like, right? yeah the <laughs> national crazy. article. The Fit Show. It happens. Live. Live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Everybody, what's up on Instagram right now? Give me follow. Uh, follow Fits. Two words. Follow. Fits, and we're getting ready for the gossip coming up in just moments. Claire, what's it looking like today? Is Bradley Cooper dating one of the stars of Big Little Lies? <gasps> he was spotted out with a blonde. Nicole Kidman? Mm, we'll spill the Big Little Tea a little bit, a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew is standing by right now with the Tuesday reality check. Nearly 50,000 General Motors workers at 31 plants across the country will walk off the job. The strike... That is so scary. That's official. As yep. of 11.59 Sunday night, they went on strike. Uh, that's 31 factories, 21 other facilities in nine states. This is uh, the largest strike by uh, by any against the business since 2007. And by the way, the 2007 strike was the last GM strike. So we've had 12 years of relatively smooth labor relations in the nation before seeing such a large-scale strike like this. Um, I never will forget my wife's grandfather years ago told me, hey, so goes GM, so goes the rest of the country. And we really saw that during the yes. big crash in 08. When yes, the, when we did. They, they basically were looking at failing at the time, and the government had to make that tough decision. Do we bail them out? Well, that's just a sign of how woven into the fabric of American commerce and, and our entire financial system they are. That's a lot of workers. I mean, 50,000 is a oh uh, my significant gosh. number. And yes. then... If they, you know, there's all those companies that feed off of them and feed into them. Sure, it's a massive number. It's a huge pyramid of. of so they're wanting business. more money. Uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're looking for money benefits and some other assurances. Now they have been meeting all day yesterday, and we'll keep an eye on the results there to see if they can get them quickly back to work with, with little interruption. But it's definitely something important to the whole nation. All right, so yeah, everybody, keep an eye on that. And there you go. That's the Tuesday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Ever since Bradley Cooper split from his longtime girlfriend, Arena Shake, speculation has run rampant as to who will be next on the list, according, of course, Lady Gaga. We all wanted that after a star is born. But lately, he's been seen out a lot with Big Little Lies star Laura Dern. Now, if you're like me and everybody else in the room, you're thinking, hmm, She's older huh? than him, and he kind of likes him younger than that. But, you know, whatever. Turns out they are just friends. Laura swears there's nothing going on. She said they're just amazing friends. He's a great guy, and she hopes that he finds love with someone, but it's not her. 
So why are they hanging out so much? They're friends. They, they know each other. Sure, they're just friends. Dude, I don't know what to tell I you. I know it. Don't you think, though, where there's some smoke, there's a little fire? I mm, often think yeah. that, but... Yeah. Maybe they're working on a project together. Yeah. Let's go maybe. there. Oh, maybe he'll be on... Oh, there is I don't know why each and every single one of you are being so... Hello. Oh, you're just sore because he didn't get with Lady Gaga right away like you predicted. Right. Now she's dating her sound guy or something. I think he's dating both of them right now, to be honest with you. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. Felicity Huffman sentenced to 14 days in prison, plus a $30,000 fine and 250 hours of community service. That was a part of her plea deal in the college admissions scandal. Here's the thing. She pled guilty like five seconds after this whole thing went down last yeah. May, which is what helped her get such a light sentence. So it will be interesting to see how this affects people like Aunt Becky Lori Laughlin, who refused to plead guilty or even admit doing anything wrong well, and her taking their fight to court. Do you... Th- do you think they're going to throw the book at Aunt Becky? Yes. Yes, oh, yeah. they are. Oh, remember, the how nature, dare they? Yes. The nature of Lissy Huffman's crime was so simple, so singular. Right. She yeah. just paid a guy 15, to, to right? fix the scores. To, like special right. test their daughter. Their give daughter her more time SATs. and correct her scores that's on the SAT. That's exactly. it. That's, that's it. all she just did. Better that's it? That's, like called, that's called cheating on the SAT. I'm saying, it is but cheating But it's a singular crime, whereas Lori Laughlin, they went deep, they forged, they faked, they created a false history. Drew, she's Aunt Becky. Yeah. I, it, what are you you well, you want to see her suffer in solitary confinement? <laughs> I want to get what's coming to her. <laughs> yep. And if you are a guitar nut, you are gonna want to check out Wednesday's episode of Jay Leno's Garage. Uh, Keith Urban is the guest, and Jay arranges for him to get a tour of a private guitar collection uh, owned by the guy who who operates the Guitar Center in Los Angeles. It's got some classics, once owned by some of the greats, and Keith gets to play a few. Fitz, you got that for us? How are you, Jay? Well, I don't get any more country than this. <laughs> He's very funny. We had a lot of fun with him, and I pulled a, a great surprise on him that he liked. A friend, Ray Shear, he's the guy that started the Guitar uh, Center. He had a huge private collection of really rare guitars. This is incredible. All the guitars of everybody he had listened to growing up. Ray Price and uh, Eddie Arnold, guys from the 60s, Willie Nelson. I mean, everybody. That is incredible. (laughs) Jay, look at this. The most thin lays on a Martin I've ever seen. Oh, my goodness. You know, Jay Leno, he uh, Drew told me this. He He's really brilliant when it comes to cars and trucks. He's got a huge following in that community, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's an absolute encyclopedia. He yeah. studies and learns. People say you can go to bookstores in L.A. and find Jay Leno just reading car books in a bookstore and buying them. <laughs> cool. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. The Fitz Show. All right, everybody, what's up? Selfies or you're not really listening right now. Take a selfie. We just love to, to see who's there. You know what I mean? We're in our little room. Although we feel you. We definitely know you're there, but we love to see us. So you know, snap a selfie and say, what's up? Just go to my Facebook page and search Follow Fitz. Uh, there is Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin is here. And it was just about a day ago, our very own Ryder the Youngin took me to his brother's house. Uh, and he's trying to get me to adopt a Frenchie. A little Frenchie. There's like eight or nine of them. They're all beautiful little dogs. Uh, Because, you know, my Boston Terrier, Susie, she's a little older now, and she's sick of my kids jacking with her. So now we're thinking if we got like a little puppy or something, would that be a good idea to get the kids away from our older dog to play with a younger dog? And uh, while we were over there, I saw these little Frenchies completely destroy your brother's couch. Well, yeah. And I know they're puppies, but they were just, you know, dumping and doing their business 
all over the place, like nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> Just well, ruined. Puppies and, do. Yeah, but but even remember your your uh, brother's girlfriend said, "Oh my God, our couch, th- these things are ruined now." Well, yeah, but I mean that's the thing that they know what they're doing. They're having litters of puppies. When you have one puppy, it's a lot easier to manage. You get the puppy yeah. pads, you teach them how to be potty trained. Mm-hmm. I mean. You got to remember, there's eight or nine Frenchies, so it gets a little hectic. Also, it's not like you have a super clean couch with kids. Don't they, like, spill drink boxes and stuff oh, everywhere? you're so right about that, Claire. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. With children, it is pointless to even ever get anything. Right. Yeah. Furniture for your house. I mean, what you want to do is keep what you have and let it continue to get destroyed on a daily basis. And then, obviously, whenever they move out, I mean, that's the only time you could have, have stuff. Because yeah, with kids... You cannot have stuff. Well, then it's, you can't. It, this is perfect puppy time for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is really lucky for people that you don't have kids by going and buying them because that is not a good sales pitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you get them another way because you are not selling having kids very well. Well, kids destroy everything, and, and just like pets destroy everything. Well, yeah, but you can but you can teach that puppy. But you can lock your your pets out in the backyard. <laughs> you can't do that to your kids. Anybody ever ever have a pet just completely utterly destroy? Something. Oh, just yeah. Destroy- my, uh, my little dog, Ace Man, he wasn't much of a chewer. He wasn't much of an eater, but he would eat the, uh, you know, the little, you have a pair of sandals, like flip flops. Yeah. And there's that little part that goes between your big toe. He yeah. would eat that. Just that. <laughs> so the sandals are ruined. The flip flops are, are done, but he'd only eat that part. The little rubber yeah. thing? Yeah. The little, yeah. Not a little bit that goes wanted. between your toes. Okay. <laughs> when we first got Luna, we went through two or three remote controls for the TV. Yeah. Oh, so that, that oh, went away. Yes. Yeah. When I was like six, we had a chocolate lab named Sarah. Sweet dog, but she, <laughs> she yeah, she chewed through. <laughs> All oh, my Nintendo 64 of, controllers. Oh, yeah, oh. controllers, yeah. Didn't your brother say he also had a dog that he named Larry? Yeah, he had yes. a dog named Larry. I love people <laughs> names on pets. Or right, he's hey. got issues. Oh, no, it's the dog. It's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> we want to stop down, and we'd love to hear from you right now. Like, if your pet destroyed something, I mean, absolutely destroyed it, let us know right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, or listening on the app. Fitz happens live. <laughs> Fitz happens. Fitz, it's the Fitz Show. Welcome back to the show. Everybody, say what's up to us. Reach out to us on social media. I'm going to pimp my Instagram right now. Follow Fitz on Instagram. Follow Fitz with a Z. Drew, what about you? Mine uh, also Instagram, and it's at Critical Drew. I'm on Instagram at Claire Beverly Radio. And I'm on Instagram at Ryder the Youngin. And Youngin is spelled Y-O-U-N-G-N. If you're just tuning in, Ryder the Youngin brought me over to his brother's the other day. And uh, he's trying to get me to buy, get, uh, buy a Frenchie Bulldog. Or, oh, was he going to give it to us free or, 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 or is he, he going to charge us a whole lot of money? Oh, I don't think he's going to charge you a whole lot of money. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I can't tell him to but, give it to you for free. <laughs> I will tell you this. I had no idea those little Frenchies are so expensive. They can be, yeah. I mean. Woo! Like they, they had this one out of the bunch, like they uh, they had all these brindle Frenchies, and then there was one that was golden. Yeah, it's like what are the odds of it, right? I've it's, never seen one. Yes, I've never seen a, a golden Frenchie. I'll show you a photo in just a second. Yeah. Um, but I was amazed that you know while I was over there, the dogs ruined the couch while you watched. While I watched. Wow. <laughs> um, I want to go to Becca real quick. Becca, have your pets destroyed anything? Well, I had three labs and they destroyed my car. No. Your car. Well, my husband's always telling them to choose chipmunks in our yard. So I brought my brand new um, Chevy Equinox home, 
and I parked it in the driveway, and it was four days old, and he said, go get the chipmunks. And so the chipmunks ran into the grill of my car, and they chewed it and bit it and dented it. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, both sides. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, no. Uh, let's try Abby real quick. Abby, what about you? Tell me there's some things that your pets have absolutely destroyed. I have two rabbits, and I forgot to close their cage before I left for work. It destroyed my laptop charger, two phone chargers, and my radio charger. Oh, oh no. They only like two cords, I guess, and they just found them and chewed them all up, and I came home from work and had a really nice surprise. Dang. Well, they are rodents, after all. Those little rabbits. Yeah, rabbits are, aren't they? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sherry is on. Sherry, what about you? My pit bull was pissed off that I was overseas, and she decimated my refrigerator. <gasps> the handle off, she got it open, she ripped all of the rubber sealant off, she pulled out the drawers, and there was food everywhere. So <laughs> Dedicated every in the morning, dog. I got a phone call. I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do from here? I'll plug the refrigerator. All right, continue to sound off on our Facebook page uh, about some unbelievable things your pets have absolutely destroyed. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. We do the good stuff because good feels good, and no matter what you are up against in life, you know what? Hang in there, because you just never know what's in store. There's a guy in Bend, Oregon. His name is Stu McDonald, and he's battled cancer twice, and both times he beat it. And uh, apparently he's in remission right now. Everything's good, but things got really good about a week ago because he just hit the lottery for 46 Million dollars. Wow. Oh, that's something to live for. Yeah. Spending all that money. Boy, that's the truth. No kidding. And apparently he and his wife have this little tradition. Every time he goes to buy a ticket, she jokingly orders him to, quote, go get that winning ticket. I say the same thing to my wife. Yeah. I say, go win it for us, babe. Go do it. (laughs) Go do it. Because if you win it with that lottery ticket, since we're married, you know, you know, if, if you ever left me for like another billionaire or something like that or whatever, boom, I get half instantly. Oh. You don't get half the billionaire's money. Oh, you don't. Oh, no, 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 no not, not the new guy. You don't get the new guy's money. For a billionaire, yeah. she'll hand you the $4 million lottery yeah. ticket. <laughs> yeah. Like, check it over her shoulder yeah. on the way out the door. Like, Here's your interest. This. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paltry sum. Uh, so they decided to take the lump sum of $2.3 million. And after taxes, they took home about $1.6 million cash money. Dang. Stu says that after two cancer scares, and now this, he knows he's a, he's a very lucky guy and he's going to live it. Mm-hmm. And I hope he lives it too. Me too. You know, yes. I want to live it in Greece <laughs> on an island. Yeah. What was it? What was his name? Uh, the guy in Bend. Did I, did I give out his name? No, I didn't. Um, he probably rather you didn't. Yeah. Give well, out his name and address. I was going to call him up and see if we can go to Greece together. <laughs> yeah. I just did a twenty-three and me test. Turns out we're related. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> One hundred percent that money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Um. All right. There's Drew, Claire, and Ryder the Youngin. Claire, you're telling me that a couple of days ago, uh, you started watching the documentary by Ken Burns, famous, world famous filmmaker and documentary guy Ken Burns. 
The documentary is called Country Music, mm-hmm. and I haven't started it yet. Tell me, tell me what you've learned and gathered. For, and by the way, everybody's talking about this documentary called Country Music. It's on PBS, uh, and it's a series going on, correct? Yes, it's an eight-part series. Okay. Uh, officially began Sunday night. And um, it's again, it's PBS, so it's on you know public television. But right. if you have like Hulu or Roku, or, or not Hulu, Roku and stuff, you can download it. I have the app, so I, I watch it that way, so you don't have to have you know broadcast TV. And um, it, the thing about Ken Burns documentaries is there's always something you know, and then there's always a million things you don't. Right. And so, and he always brings out the best people to talk about it. You've got Dolly Parton in there. You've got uh, this guy named uh, Roy Some. All of a sudden, I can't think of his name, but he's basically a session player. He plays fiddle and banjo and all of these things. Young guys played with Garth Brooks and everybody. Um, Rhiannon Giddens, who's one of my favorite banjo players. All these different people talking about country music. And the first episode basically started with kind of the roots, the history of American music. Because country music is the story of America. It really is. And he yeah. literally is telling the first episode is all about uh America and the founding of the country, whether it was from England and Ireland and Scotland or the slaves that came over from Africa and the different music and instruments they brought and how they meshed together. The first episode is called The Rub, actually, because they're rubbing together, like the black culture, the white culture, the European culture, right. all of them rubbing together. And country music was born out of that. And the stories, as we all know today, the story is what makes Country music so yeah. important, right? right? Well, you're three, doing a great job right now. Three chords and the truth, right? What, what What is something that completely surprised you? And I mean, uh, obviously, how you know, country music it goes back like to the birth of our nation, Ab- the, the, literally the, the beginning, literally yeah. the yeah. birth of our nation. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 1600s. They were having fiddle competitions. Yes, way before the country was a country. Right, right. people were fiddling in Kentucky, wow. in Georgia, you know, and having these like competitions. The thing I learned, and again, I thought I knew everything there was to know about radio. I know nothing. Yeah. And, and radio, the fiddle, the fiddle yeah. comes from like the Irish tradition. It right? does. Like they took yeah. the classic violin and, yes. and started fiddling around with it. And, fiddle and comes from Texas, Drew. Yes. Scotland <laughs> and Ireland and Wales, right? All of that. Wow. Oh, there's another thing. None of the music was new. Like even, even in the 1920s and 1910s, these are like 400-year-old tales from Scotland. Wow. And the stuff like the folk songs that you're like Sharon's dad used to sing this, this song about, you know, she was dead in Miller's Cave. You know, all these songs about like <laughs> oh heartbreak God. and murder and sorrow. You know, uh, what what is the uh, Better Dig 2? Is that Little Big Town? Yeah, yeah, or, Big yeah Town. Better Dig 2. That's nothing new. They've been singing about songs like that for hundreds so of there's years. A, so, wow. so copyright infringement is always going <laughs> right. on. Right. But they're hey, that's up 75 years old. It's open free game. All of these stories come yes. from the old, whatever your quote, old country is, all of these stories come from the old country, and we're just modernizing them now. It's just wow. tremendous Everybody, storytelling. If you have a chance, please check it out. The PBS documentary. Country music. And then after that, you should go to YouTube and uh, you should really type in Fitz interviews Ken Burns. You should. (laughs) You actually should. Because even that is highly educated. Yes. I I, I also learned a lot from that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, he told you in an interview that they they interviewed over, I think it was 105 music artists, 105 country musicians for this documentary. Yeah. You know what's crazy is after I interviewed Ken Burns, he dragged me to the side. He said, that was the greatest interview I've ever had in my life and gave me $10,000. Wow. Cash. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was there. I don't remember that part. Oh, he told me not to say anything about the money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Very cool. It's PBS Country Music. Check it out. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more fits. Fits, it happens. Live. Live. F-I-T with a Z. Writer spends most of his days, you know, like listening to ringtones. It seems like every time, you know, a writer's phone rings, it's a different ringtone of something. So we created Ringtone IQ. It's music, it's movies, it's theme songs. Writer the Youngin, we explain the rules. Yeah, so basically what's going to happen is Drew, Claire, and Fitz are going to be using their name as their buzzer. They're going to hear a very different version of a song that's more like a ringtone. And if they guess it right, they either get one point for songs, two points for movie or TV, and three points for an extra special one. Ooh, special. Ooh, yes. Extra special. Let's uh, see if you guys can get it. Is that the bonus one? That's going to be the bonus one today. Okay. Are you keeping track of the I'm, points? I've got it all right here. Tell us when you're ready. All right. Ringtone number one. Wait, and our buzzer's our name. Buzzer's your name. So play along with us at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Text nine six four five nine. Or your smart speaker. Drew. Fit. Oh, Drew. Is that the Ghostbusters theme? Oh! Afraid no ghost. Ooh, it's almost Halloween time, isn't it? Right. Yeah. It feels like it in the air right now. I had to put <laughs> this one on. <laughs> what about you? Drew's got two points. Guessing this one. Okay. The Ghostbusters theme song. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. For ringtone number two. Fit Drew. Fitz. Backstreet Boys. Everybody. Oh, oh my God. God! I can't believe I actually knew that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have gotten that. I actually didn't know the name. I just knew his back. But would you have celebrated like that? Never. Yes, no. <laughs> nope. Drew, didn't you hear AJ McLean saying he's going to change country music forever from the Backstreet Boys? He did say that. Remember that? He did say that. So this next ringtone I did specifically because of Drew. Let's see if he can get it, though. Okay. Ringtone number three. Fitz! Oh, Fitz! Three's I thought I was first. No, are you crazy? Well, while they're arguing, I know the answer. Three's company. Three's company. I didn't hear him. That's two points. How did you not hear me? I don't know. I was shouting my name. <laughs> it was like, Fadrew. We both, yeah. Uh, it was Fadrew. Okay. That's how it came out. So this he's barely. This is how people feel on County Wars, Drew. Knock at our door. We've been waiting for you. This is my understanding that Drew wants to live with a bunch of people. Drew always has like three or four people living in his house. At one given time. All right. I expect hey. Claire to get this one. Uh, right, Fitz, you are sitting high at three points. Wow. Drew, you are at two. Come on, Claire. Are you Claire's showing at... up today? What's no, up? No, you guys are way better at this than I am. You know what? I'm not done with this. Can we continue this? Can we continue this? Oh, yes. yes. Absolutely. I okay. demand we continue this. Yes. He's got a bunch of ringtones over there. Ringtone IQ continues next. F-I-T with a Z. It's the Fitz Show. Fitz happens. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, my name's Fitz. What's up? We are right in the middle of ringtone IQ. It's music, it's movies, it's themes, and Ryder the Youngin has picked some uh, some ringtones, and we're all going to try to recognize them. Drew, what is the current score right now? Well, you have three points. I've got two points, okay. Claire. Huh? Huh? Got to get Just in the game. Just say it. Just say it, Drew. Zero. I have zero There's points. Zero. Actually, I expect <laughs> all of you guys to get this one. Okay. This one is a special one. So this one is one of the three-pointers. There's two three-pointers. Oh, this is a three-point? This is a three-pointer. <gasps> this, is, this is a special <laughs> reason. Are you ready? Ready. Claire, yes. I expect you to know this one. I... I'm counting on you. Okay. Ringtone number four. Claire. Claire. 
fix the cars? Yes. Oh. Street. It doesn't matter as long as me. Yeah, I've heard this I song in my life. Yes. No. It looks so fancy. I can tell. Fitz! Rascal Flats, Life is a Highway. No. No, no it's cars. Oh. Yeah, it's the cars. Uh, what's the name of the song? I guess. Drive? Uh, uh, I Fitz. don't mind you hanging out and Fitz. talking Fitz. to your sleep. I, I guess this song. I guess you're just what I needed. <laughs> oh, Claire! <laughs> I guess you just what I need. Claire right. comes back up with three points. <laughs> this is to celebrate the life of the lead singer. Rico Kasich. Rico Kasich. Yes. Oh, thank you, Ryder. I grew up on the cars. Wasting all my time. Oh, this one. Okay. Because when you're standing low, right. so What's the score right now? Drew has got two. Vince has three. Yeah. Claire has just come up from behind Woo. with three. Mm-hmm. We've got a two-way tie. Do we have right another three-pointer to come or no? A one more three-pointer oh, is wow. coming up. Okay. All right. Number ringtone number five, right here. Fitz! Fitz. Oh my Crew. god! Crew. Karate Kid! Uh, the best around! Oh! Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei! Defeat! Does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei! Come on, Johnny, he's had enough. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Dang. Okay, what's the score? <laughs> all right, they put Fitz at five. All right, let us know how you're doing right now. Uh, all right. All right. Mm, what's the score? Uh, Fitz is at five. Claire is at three. Drew is at two. <laughs> okay, here we go. Are you ready? Ringtone number six. This is one point, and then the next one's going to be a three pointer. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Go well, for this it. is the last one I have. Oh, really? All I have is ringtone six in here. Oh, then maybe. Okay, then this is the three-pointer. Go ahead. Okay. Drew. Drew. Batman. Oh! <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> this is the 1960s version of yeah. Batman with Adam West and Burt Ward. The real Batman. The real eyes. Batman. What's the final <laughs> score? So that puts Drew at five. So Fitz, you're at five. And Claire, but here's the thing. We got a draw. We have a tiebreaker. You really do? Yes, we do. Okay. You know, we don't have all day here. We do have a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let us know how you're doing right now. Ringtone IQ. I mean, if you don't. We had a tiebreaker. <laughs> so we could just call it a draw. Yeah, we're going to call yeah. that one a draw. That's so fun. Somehow Fitz and Drew tied. Dang. All right. Fantastic job. Inspiring. Very good edition of Ringtone right. IQ. All right. Nice. Nice. Yes. Participation uh, ribbons all around. Yeah. The Fit Show. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by in just a little bit. I'm going to take you straight out of country. And Miranda Lambert got together with a bunch of friends and started singing some, some songs. I happened to have a secret source who was there with Miranda. Jeff. He's the guy who lives in Nashville who sends us audio that he's not really supposed to. We call it SFA, Secret Freaking Audio. But I have some of that from Miranda, and I have it next. Right now, Drew is standing by with the Tuesday Reality Check. Oil markets, they are already spiking double digits after that drone attack on a Saudi Arabian oil field. The Supreme Court associates... Oh. Yeah, so over the weekend, some drone attacks destroyed major, really at the heart of the infrastructure of the Saudi Arabian oil fields. 
Uh, now, the double digits they're talking about are the, the oil barrel futures quickly rose to about $10 a barrel above normal uh, and beyond. Now, that $10, that double-digit number will only remain if the damage is, if they decide that the damage is going to take a long time to resolve, like a long time to repair. So as they're evaluating it, they're saying it could be resolved pretty quickly and drop back down to 2 or $3 just for the lost production and, and the expense to repair. I don't know. I have a feeling that this is going to, I mean, I'm, I'm worried about gas prices right now. This was 5% of the world's oil. Right. But so, the thing is, I'm what. You know, I know uh, they're saying Iran did it, like went to Saudi Arabia and did that, right? That's the bigger story, is, is who did it, why did it. Now, it was claimed by Yemen's uh, Houthi rebels. They claimed uh, okay. responsibility for it, so we know, uh, as far as we know at this point. Well, the, the president uh, basically sent out a quote saying, you know, to the culprit, uh, we got you locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the, if it were to stay Man. at around $10 a barrel, that's about $0.25 cents a gallon at the pump for you and me yeah, of an increase. Just like that. So Just a like lot that. of places that pushes gas up to or close to $4 a gallon. we got to send Maverick in. Maverick, it's time. Hmm? Feel issue. the need? The need for speed? You know what we do? We go over there. We take those drones out of the sky. Boom. Right? Boom. Yeah. In and out. Just like that. In and out. Hit the brakes. I'll fly right by. I'll make a call right now. All right. Do that. Thank you, Ryder. And there you go. That is the Tuesday reality check. Straight out of country. Is uh, is our secret audio source? Is he concerned? Is he concerned that about well, he, the audio? He's been throwing his name around a lot, and even though it's just a first name, he says there aren't that many Jeffs in Nashville. So. Well, my secret he's audio source, list. Jeff, who sends me SFA secret freaking audio. Well, he's not going to get in trouble. I mean, it, it's. There's a, probably a lot of Jeffs who work for all the different record labels in he Nashville. He said there's 11. He said there's 11 Jeffs, so he's Plus worried. He, he seems to get around. Yeah. He is does? It, oh, yeah. Well, that, is, yeah, that's the reputation about him. Is it really illegal to, like, record private conversations? Yeah. Yes. yes. It's kind of a big deal. Entirely. Yeah. Oh, I'll be right back. I gotta it's not that he's recording. <laughs> it's, it's not that our secret source is recording private conversations. He's, like, recording, um, like, sound checks and, oh, yeah. and artists it. performing and, like, <laughs> while, he's hanging, while he's hanging out with people like Marin Morris and that's Ashley true. McBride. And Kaylee Hammock, and he record, and Miranda Lambert. He hits oh. the record button, and then he wouldn't sends you? it. Yeah, <laughs> and then he sends it to us. Oh, oh. yeah, Ooh. that's what I wouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Apparently, this is uh, he was hanging out the other day uh, in Nashville. Miranda Lambert and some of her friends were singing around, uh, uh, singing "Fold Around and Fell in Love." Oh my, what's that? Oh. Elvin Bishop. Yeah, that's an old one. Sing, that's a jam. I think it's Elvin fell Bishop. In love. I fooled around and fell in love. Boy, that's a well, that happened to me. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta watch <laughs> that fooling around stuff because it'll it'll get you hooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's how everybody gets hooked. I, mm-hmm. Well, em- <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Play the music before someone gets in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how about you give us a call right now? If you fooled around and fell in love this week, call us right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
that easy. <laughs> we love to hear from you right now. How'd you do it? But seriously, Miranda needs to get the rights to that and put it on an album. That sounds no, yes, great. Who was yeah. on there? Ashley McBride, Kaylee Hammond. Yeah, so, uh, uh, L. King was in that. L. King? Yes. Uh-huh. What, wow. Yeah. What kind of genre was that before that? I mean, because... Blues? It was like R&B. What? R&B? Yeah. Yeah. Was the fact that they took that rock. and turned it into a country song, that's talent. Well, if you watch Ken Burns' uh, country music, country you will music. understand that country and blues are all the same thing, honey. That's right. right. I'm going to go check that out. Oh, and, yeah. it, and it was probably the, the blues and R&B that really started before country. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yes and no. It kind of yep. turned into that. There was an ebb and a flow and an ebb and a flow. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was beautiful. And with that, we just took you straight out of country. This happens live. Real. Oh, oh my God. Funny. What the heck just happened? Pick it up. The Fitz Show. If you're just tuning in, uh, I wanted to discuss something because a couple of nights ago, um, well, the, uh, James Corden responded to Bill Maher's fat shaming remarks. And if you haven't heard about it, basically, um, James Corden offered a personal rebuttal to a recent segment on Real Time with Bill Maher during which Bill Maher encouraged, quote, fat shaming as a method to combat obesity. And Corden's response is really resonating with a whole lot of people. Uh, Somebody wrote, uh, as a plus-size woman bullied every day on the Internet merely for existing, this dialogue is so appreciated. Please watch this and remember, they're talking about James Corden's response. Mm -hmm. I'll play it for you in a second. And she says, you don't have to call me fat, I have a mirror. Your fat shaming is just bullying disguised as concern. Mm. Uh, and check this out from James Corden. Let's see. A lack of shame is not the issue here. If making fun of fat people made them lose weight, there'd be no fat kids in schools and I'd have a six pack by now, right? I will keep trying all the time. I am aware today that this is going to be a struggle that I will face for the rest of my life, right? But in the meantime, Bill, Please hear me when I say this. While you're encouraging people to think about what goes into their mouths, just think a little harder about what comes out of yours. Oh, wow. wow. Yes. Wow. Oh, man. Heck yeah. I love Ooh. James Corden. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll tell too. you, when I lost my weight, when I was like 350 pounds, my thought wasn't, oh, people will stop making fun of me. It was that I wanted to do this for me. Yeah. Had nothing to do with what other people had to say. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, good on him. I'm glad he stood up against them. I want to read that quote again. Bill, please hear me when I say this. While you're encouraging people to think about what goes into their mouths, please think a little harder about what comes out of yours. Boom. Wow. I, I know. I, I don't know it, if he's responded yet. He does it for attention. Look, oh, guys, yeah. guys like he, that with talk shows, they do it to get you talking about yeah. them. Yeah. But this is a very dangerous way to do that. Yeah. Anybody that... Right. There's probably a better way of yeah. saying, hey, you know what... Uh, yeah, there's a, a more positive, friendly way yes. to get someone motivated to lose yes. weight. Yeah. You know? There's a hundred million re- way, like, ways that you can talk to somebody yeah. and up them and make them want to go out there and do it. Right, or the young and, you know, courageously, you also lost a, ho- a whole bunch of weight. What was it for you that said, okay, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna do this? Well, I started to hit, like, around 350 pounds, and I was, like, 22 years old, and I was like, this is not good. Like, my my future, I need, if, like, if I really want to, like, invest in my future and be here a lot longer... I need to take care of myself. And yeah. I wanted to be here longer for the people in my life that I cared about and that I loved. 
all those people that bullied me, that didn't give me anything. That that, that was probably like, made you feel worse. It made you feel horrible. Yeah. That doesn't do anything for you. The best thing you can do is have somebody be like, hey, you look great. You're doing a good job. Uh-huh. Like, Keep you it up. Inspire people. Mm-hmm. You see somebody running down the street, just roll down your window and go, good job. Yeah. That'll, that'll pep them up <laughs> a lot more than going, hey, fatty. Like, that's not going right. to. That's horrible. James Corden made a comment. He says, while he was watching, uh, Bill Maher talk, talking about that we need to bring fat shaming back to make kids and people lose weight. James Corden's like, Bill, while you were saying that, you made me go to the refrigerator and pull out a gallon of ice cream. <laughs> and he goes, who am I kidding? He goes, I was halfway done with the, with the gallon of ice cream before you even started. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but you're right. So when that negative bullying ab- about you know uh, losing weight happens, it just makes people go in that downward yeah. spiral even right. more. Yeah, I mean right. when you when you're you're overly obsessively eating, it's an addiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a, a weird addiction that really does take over your mind, and you start comforting yourself with foods rather than healthy other way, alternatives. And a lot of those alternatives is just being physical. When you go out there and you run or you walk, you feel better the next day. Yeah, you really do. It sucks like for the first hour, but then you start sitting there and you're like, wow, I actually feel like I can take deep breaths. Mm-hmm. I can walk further distances. I just all around. And then you start saying, man, I really should do this every day. Yeah, and that's yeah. what happens. You start doing it every day without mm-hmm. even realizing it. You just go, oh, I want to go for my walk. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to go for my bike my bike ride. Mm-hmm. I want to go walk the dogs. Mm-hmm. Like That's the best attitude that you can have. And staying consistent it. with it, right. Yeah. Make it a habit. Fat shaming anybody is not going to do anything but make their life a lot more miserable. And if that's what you get out of life, then I feel sorry for you as a human being. And maybe, you know what, it's not really anybody's business uh, to even mention if somebody's fat, obese, or, or whatever. You know, it's, yeah. it's their life. Like, like, like the, the woman said earlier, she knows. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. Yeah. You can. And so you people know. probably need to mind their own business and, and, yeah. and, and d- let their doctor do the talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know but what, remember, right? bull- bullies yeah. are not yeah. out there to help you in any way. They're out there to, they're trying to make up for something that's wrong with them. They that. have some yeah. inner issue. And the only way for them to feel better is to try to make you feel bad. Right. And um, not that, you know, I, I try to have sympathy for people who are like that because they've, they've got inner turmoil. But Bill Maher's not one of them. Yeah, no. He's a successful talk show host whose job is to flap his lips. And um, I'm so glad that James Corden stood up to him. Yeah. Right. Love James Corden. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people are, are really praising him today for that. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now. And now, now my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Yes, folks. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so grateful. To be here providing you with the news that did not make the news. I begin now with a story. Well, where do they give out the Nobel Peace Prizes? Do you know? In, uh, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm t- I, all right, so I'm going to take you out of Sweden. This year's Ignobel Award. Ignobel Awards. <laughs> yep. Ignobel Awards, yes. The, like yes. the Razzie. Right, like the Razzie for smart people. The mm-hmm. Ignobel. Is that or, the Ignobel Awards? Yeah. So it's not yeah. the Nobel Peace Prize. These are the Ignobel Awards. Where they're just sort of making fun of, of achievements that really make people laugh first. And what I'm about to mention to you are real studies that have actually taken place and have received the ignoble Awards. Hmm. For example, there was a study that uh, spent over $7 million on how and why wombats make cube-shaped poop. They do? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yes, cube. Wasn't that on Futurama? Was that really? Didn't he make cube-shaped poop? No, he made he made poop that was gasoline. You're talking oh, about Nibbler. Right. It was fuel. Wait, that's right. What's a wombat? Isn't that down in Australia? Yeah. yeah. Hey, the wombats. The wombat. Yeah, it's a rodent. 
Did you know that they make cube-shaped, you know what? I had no I did not. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, so they received an ignoble award. Oh. What about this? Uh, there was a study that collected evidence that pizza might protect against illness and death if the pizza is made and eaten in Italy. Oh, this should oh. be a Nobel Peace oh. Prize award. Yeah. That's worthwhile. Yeah. Yes. God, I would love to go to Italy and have some real Italiano yes. pizza. Did they prove it? Is it true? Are we moving there? Uh, no, but I would love to. I would love to be a subject in that study. Now, I noticed they said made and eaten, so there's not a hack where you can order pizza from Italy to save your life over here. You could, though. Huh. Yeah, but it wouldn't be hot, you know. I wonder if there's them. wine involved in this study. What about that little Domino's God, card so. that's got the heater in it? You know yeah, get one of those on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Order from Italy. There you go, Drew. You see like a little box. Super Mario dude flying over. Yeah. Right? Oh, amazing. you ordered a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. There was a study that discovered that dead magnetized cockroaches behave differently than living magnetized cockroaches. <laughs> and they, they, they received an less. ignoble award. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the, I'm Okay. How, how, for how do you magnetize a cockroach? I how don't they, know. How did they successfully kill a cockroach in order to <laughs> yeah, magnetize right. or demagnetize it? Because I haven't done that yet. I'm so lost. And if a cockroach was magnetized, wouldn't that mean to be able to like stick to a magnet? Yeah. Can you imagine like just wow. throw them at the fridge? Can you imagine the, <laughs> well, the human version of that? A they'd human magnet? They fly. They well, would just fly around attaching themselves to things. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't have much of a choice. Human <laughs> magnet wouldn't be able to get good cell reception. What? Oh, hello. Well, the human magnet would have his phone glued to his ear all the time, wouldn't it? But his phone would never work. The magnetic field you're putting off would oh, disrupt electronics. Yeah. yeah. We should give ourselves the ignoble award. Uh, <laughs> all right, what, what about understanding this? the last five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> A study uh, was given the ignoble award that determined the total estimated saliva volume produced per day by a typical five-year-old child. <laughs> okay. That was Why? commissioned by a very I mean, bored yeah. mom. They spent $15 million on that, by the way. Think about what you could do with that money for the homeless. Somebody yeah. got really bored one day and was like... I can't spit in this! Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I can't spit in this! Oh, my God. All right, folks. That's about all we got uh, today. All we can take. And there you go. You got the... <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Ever since Bradley Cooper split from his longtime girlfriend, Arena Shake, speculation has run rampant as to who will be next on the list, according, of course, Lady Gaga. We all wanted that after a star is born. But lately, he's been seen out a lot with Big Little Lies star Laura Dern. Now, if you're like me and everybody else in the room, you're thinking, hmm, she's older huh? than him, and he kind of likes him younger than that. But, you know, whatever. Turns out they are just friends. Laura swears there's nothing going on. She said they're just amazing friends. He's a great guy, and... She hopes that he finds love with someone, but it's not her. So um, why are they hanging out so much? They're friends. They, they know each other. Sure, it's, they're just friends. Dude, I don't know what to tell I you. I know it. Don't you think, though, where there's some smoke, there's a little fire? I mm, often think yeah. that, but... Yeah. Maybe they're working on a project together. Yeah. Let's go maybe. there. Oh, maybe he'll be on... Oh, there is... I don't know why on. each and every single one of you are being so... Sh- uh, 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 hello. Oh, 
Well, you're just sore because he didn't get with Lady Gaga right away like you predicted. Right. Now she's dating her sound guy or something. I think he's dating both of them right now, to be honest with you. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Felicity Huffman sentenced to 14 days in prison, plus a $30,000 fine and 250 hours of community service. That was a part of her plea deal in the college admissions scandal. Here's the thing. She pled guilty like five seconds after this whole thing went down last yeah. May, which is what helped her get such a light sentence. So it will be interesting to see how this affects people like Aunt Becky Lori Laughlin, who refused to plead guilty or even admit doing anything wrong well, and are taking their fight to court. Do you do you think they're going to throw the book at Aunt Becky? Yes. Yes, oh, yeah. they are. Oh, and remember, the how nature, dare they? Yes. The nature of Lucy Huffman's crime was so simple, so singular. Right. She yeah. just paid a guy 15, to, 000, to right? fix the scores, to like special right. tests. Their daughter, their give daughter her more time SATs. and correct her scores that's on the SAT. That's exactly. it. That's, that's it. all she Just did. Just better SAT That's it. That's, right. called, that's called cheating on the SAT. I'm saying, it is but it's a singular crime, whereas right. Lori Laughlin, they went deep, they forged, they faked, they right. created a false history. Right. Yeah. Drew, she's Aunt Becky. Yeah. I, what are you, you, well, you want to see her suffer in solitary confinement. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get what's coming to her. Yep. And if you are a guitar nut, you are going to want to check out Wednesday's episode of Jay Leno's Garage. Uh, Keith Urban is the guest, and Jay arranges for him to get a tour of a private guitar collection uh, owned by the guy who, who operates the Guitar Center in Los Angeles. It's got some classics, once owned by some of the greats, and Keith gets to play a few. Fitz, you got that for us? How are you, Jay? Well, I don't get any more country than this. <laughs> He's very funny. We had a lot of fun with him, and I pulled a... A great surprise on him that he liked. A friend, Ray Shear, he's the guy that started the Guitar uh, Center. He had a huge private collection of really rare guitars. This is incredible. All the guitars of everybody he had listened to growing up. Ray Price and uh, Eddie Arnold, guys from the 60s, Willie Nelson. I mean, everybody. That is incredible. (laughs) Jay, look at this. The most inlays on a Martin I've ever seen. Oh, my goodness. You know, Jay Leno, he, uh, Drew told me this. He, he's really brilliant when it comes to cars and trucks. He's got a huge following in that community, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and he's an absolute encyclopedia. He yeah. studies and learns. People say you can go to bookstores in L.A. and find Jay Leno just reading car books in a bookstore and buying them. <laughs> cool. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Real. I love that he is for real. Funny. Oh, he's amazing. He's hilarious. He has the best personality ever. If I could marry him, I would. The Fit Show. And welcome back to the show. What's up? My name is Fitz. It's F-I-T with a zizzle. (laughs) (laughs) Where every day is a Friday. I mean, we try to make every day a Friday. That's how I get through things. If it's Monday or if it's Tuesday, I'm like, come on. We got to make it feel like a Friday. It's our job. Uh, there's Drew and Claire and Ryder the Youngin. Did you guys think I forgot? Do you really think that I forgot? Kind of, yeah. We're hoping. About our Little Miss back to school pageant. Oh, oh. I forgot. I thought you were talking about something else. I did forget. Okay. okay. People are they're going to be making a big decision at the end of the week on who will win Little Miss back to school. Okay. Well, I think I'm the clear front runner at this point. And here we are today, folks. Again, this is all up to the audience. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any idea how important Little Miss Back to School is? I've dedicated what? my entire life to become Little oh. Miss Back to School. Well, by the way, <laughs> you know what's coming up next week? Little Lil- Miss Homecoming? Little Miss Pumpkin Spice. Oh, oh that's wow. on. It is on. Oh, my gosh. That'll be epic when I win both. Yeah, can oh, I recuse myself from those that are competition? fighting words. No, but Little Miss Homecoming is a great idea. Yeah. I'm Sorry, I came up with it. I elect Drew. <laughs> Drew, we're going to begin with you. Okay. 
the Little Miss Back to School pageant. Drew, if you won the lottery and were only allowed to keep half of the money for yourself, what would you do with the other half? I think it'd be important for the other half to go to a valuable cause, people who need it. I'd like to see some veterans charities. I'd like to see some works programs because there's not enough people out there who are aware of the value thank of you, working Drew. in the trades. Thank you, Drew. I mean, yeah, yeah got to be honest, you're pouring the crap out of me. All right, thank you. <laughs> I mean free donuts for what? everyone. What? <laughs> free donuts? donuts. <laughs> Claire, welcome to Little Miss Back to School. You did great during the first round. Thank you, Mr. Fitz. Claire, what would you say is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? Be yourself because no one else can. Oh. You you have something That's unique all you, brilliant. to bring to the world, and, and that is your value. Heard that before. Yeah, Snoop Dogg said it better. The audience isn't going to like fighting amongst <laughs> the Little Miss Back to School contestants. All right, we move on. Right or the youngin'? Mm-hmm. If you're having a bad day, who is the person that you go to that brings some sunshine into your life? Well, that's easy. I go to my beloved little cat, Thor. I just go and I get to scoop him up and I get to hold him like a baby. Oh. And the minute I do, no, sorry, the second I do, yeah. he just starts purring up a storm. Dang. The kitty of thunder purrs up a storm, hang out with him for a little bit. and You know, I could absolutely see I could see you being a great representative for the Little Miss pageants. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Wait you guys minute. are great, especially Claire and Ryder. Y'all are great today. Thank you. What'd you say, Drew? Just can't show favoritism. <laughs> fix, fix, fix. I, I think me was, and Claire was awesome. That was a lovely answer, Ryder. Thank you. Yeah. I literally loved your answer. All right, let us know. That I had two cats. Who, who, who won this round of Little Miss Back to School? You got a message us right now, and we'll continue this every day this week. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Oh yeah. Everybody, uh, what have we learned today? For Tuesday, September 17th, 2019, this is where you, you you tell us or you write us on social media and you tell us what you picked up from the show. I learned something very, very interesting. We were doing a segment about things that your pets have just utterly destroyed, you know, from dogs to, I think there was a porcupine that went berserk on someone and ate their television, but we got some great stories. But <laughs> One lady called and said that uh, her bunny rabbit got in her car and ate all of her chargers. Like, and there was cell like, phone. Uh, cell phone laptop, charger. Yes, everything. Yeah. Mm, the chewy. I guess that chewy outside part. Yeah, probably that. Something chewy about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, do not ever chew on wires. Anyone ever. You're talking Please. like you seem like you have experience in chewing on wires. Also, no. are you speaking to the rabbits who are listening? Uh, I mean, everybody who chews on stupid stuff. I mean, remember like in the old vacation, or, uh, Christmas vacation where that oh. cat was chewing on the wires? Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Baked. Yeah. Lit up like a Christmas flashlight. Tree. Like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that the Little Miss Back to School pageant is rigged against me. Oh, it's I just, great. I feel it. I'm already, yeah. I, I already know I'm not going to win. Now. Don't forget, that? and if you're just tuning in, we're having the Little Miss Back to School pageant where I have Drew and Claire and Ryder all competing for the title. It's getting it's getting pretty. I think I could, I could give the best answer in the world and get See this? Shot down. See this? That's the world's smallest violin, Drew. Easy for yeah. you to say. That's, I'm using that you in have the a talent. chance. I'm using this in the talent expedition part of it. The listeners just decide it, Drew. All right. Yeah. Well, listeners, just do win. what's right. Do don't, the right thing, listeners. Don't give up, Drew. I believe in you. Come on. Get off. Come See on. We're, we're done. See how easy that was? 
Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that not only can cockroaches fly, now apparently they're magnetic, and I'm yep. just about ready to give up. I'll tell you this, I'm not going back to Georgia or Alabama anytime soon. Oh, with the magnetic cockroaches yes. around? Too many roaches, yes. flying, and the magnetic, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing they'll be reading my mind, and I don't want to know. Right or the youngin'. Did you pick up anything from whatever it is we do? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Today during the show, I learned that James Corden is just an amazing human being, and uh, he called Bill Maher out for being a doo-doo head. Has Bill Maher responded yet, I wonder? No, he's not. I'm going to check, I'm gonna check out his Twitter. I don't think he's okay. going to respond. I think he was just out there talking trash to try and get his name out there, like Claire said, and mm-hmm. I think in reality, James Corden kind of just showed him, like, he doesn't pay to be a bully. Yeah. He doesn't help anybody. Yeah. just makes you a bad person. Very cool. And with that, folks... Have a great day. We're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, we get a whole lot of show tomorrow, and we'll see you then. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm right of the youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.